This week on the Kojima Frequency, we celebrate Halloween with Carcinogen SDA. <coughs> Horror speedrunner turned challenge runner with a focus on helping others achieve the same. Speaking of games, <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> oh Jesus! Well, I, I will say this. I will say this. Like we have humored getting carcinogen on this show uh, for a bit of time, actually. Um, and my God, you know it's been kind of pushed back, delayed. Um, but my God, what what timing now with everything that's going on? On top of the fact that it's Halloween, so I feel like we really nailed the timing on this one. I can't think of anyone who's like more more perfect for the Halloween show. Um, just after Silent Hill 2 Remake got announced. Um, and of course, uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake as well. So for anyone who's not familiar with Carcinogen SDA, he's the most prolific challenge runner, I'd say. Um, he does extremely difficult challenges in gaming. I'd say you mostly focus on on no damage, right? But you tend to do like the big completionist type type runs of games as well. That would be a correct assessment, yes. So are you just losing your mind right now at these announcements? Because, I mean, it does. It, admittedly, it is kind of funny that we constantly drift in to talk about horror games when the only real horror game Kojima's ever really worked on is PT, but that sort of then knits itself into the rest of Silent Hill and everything else attached. And plus, we're all just kind of big horror fans anyway, so, you know, having you here is a good fit. Oh, cool. Uh, people have actually gotten mad at us for talking about Resident Evil too much. Uh, I just want you to know. I just want you to know <laughs> that I, we will never stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. 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 You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Nah. Talk about whatever you want. Fingers. Yo, it's Apache Smash. Hey everyone, this is Days Ahead. And I'm Nitroid. You're listening to the Kojima Frequency. Especially with like all the survival horror news with um with the new like RE4 remake, with the release of Shadow of Rose and Gold Edition on top of the Silent Hill 2 remake, like as survival horror fans, like we're certainly eating for the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does that feel for you? Like, it's kind of like your bread and butter, right? Um, I mean, you're already, like, kicking into the Shadow of Rose, like, no hit runs, no damage runs. Jeez. So it sounds like you'll you'll be, like, hitting the ground running with these games? I mean, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how I always do. Anytime that there's, like, a, anytime there's, like, a triple-A horror release is I try to hit the ground running as quickly as I can. It's a, a big part of doing it as a job, like, getting in there first. I imagine, like, being the first first one to have the video out kind of like really fucking matters uh, yes and no i mean there's plenty of people who will have the video out first i think like someone actually already did get the no save no damage run for shadow of rose but uh you know it's just a matter of it's just a matter of just try to get it as quickly as you can you know if you get it you get it if you don't you don't see you're from a completely different world than me because i i played it last night and died about a billion times I was just happy to get through it. <laughs> I just really wanted to see the continuation of the story, personally. And uh, I, I like them doing DLCs with, with additional story content. I think that's awesome. Um, and I'm absolutely terrified of those dull enemies. Oh, that, my God. Uh, you have to look at them to stop them. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. The, dolls are, the dolls are pretty silly. 
I don't think that I've lost a uh, single run to the dolls yet, though. The thing that I've the thing that I'm like currently losing the most runs to though is just is just is not even not even like not even like enemy grabs either. But I can't tell whether an enemy is about to grab me or if it's about to hit me yet, because like depending on where you face, the grab can change into a hit, and you can't really like you can't really like uh, dodge it very well. And Rose does not have a block function either, so you can't like block it out like Ethan can. Yeah, definitely missed the uh, the uh, ability to use a knife as well. I was kind of upset they didn't let you play in first person either. Mm, it's not the worst thing in the world, considering that there is a... Uh, have you finished the DLC yet? Uh, just the Shadows of Rose. I haven't touched Mercenaries yet. Oh, okay. I'm not even touching Mercenaries. Anyway, <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I just, I just, I just straight up, I just straight up do not care about mercenaries. It's like I know that people are going to be like, Carsey, when are you going to do mercenaries? Are you going to do mercenaries? No damage, because I know that there's unlockables attached to it. But it's like, but it's like I, I have, I have never cared about mercenaries, and I'm not going to start because it's just you know so much score attacking upon score attacking. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. So yeah, the reason why Shadows of Rose is third person is just specifically because of you know, the abilities she has and, you know, then there's like the, uh, the final boss of the, uh, of the DLC. And there's a bunch of like, uh, dodging and, you know, mm. tentacle attacks and stuff like that. So it just, it just demands a third person camera angle. I don't think you could, I don't think you could do quite the same thing just like by design with like a first person camera. My only grievance with the game so far is not even necessarily the gameplay itself, but just the last, like, ten minutes if you don't have the auto-tutorial on. Because I've seen both myself and even, like, some of the more, like, competent, uh, popular RE streamers just, like, excuse me, like, completely struggle on that just because they weren't aware that that sort of new mechanic just kind of got plopped in at the very end. Yeah. Which I hate those those like sort of new mechanics that get plopped in at the very end in general. So Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like I loaded the game and I guess I just like never turned off the tutorial sequences because sometimes that just happens. And mm-hmm. and it's like, oh hey, I can I can I can dodge. I can uh I can do I can do a tentacle attack. Do it you... looks really cool as well, like the the, yeah. the stun and the thing coming out up up from the ground. What do you all think overall? I mean, everyone who's, who's finished it, like, cause that's all three of you, right? It's just me who who hasn't actually played it. Um, well, I mean, what do I think about it overall? I mean, it's kind of grown on me since I started doing no save, no damage stuff, but I was worried that the enemies would be, like, too tanky and whatnot. And, you know, really they're not. Uh, I would say that, I would say that, you know, they didn't really, they didn't really do, like, all that much with the scenario, especially with, like, the, uh, the enemy design they just like they just like kind of wanted to you know reuse a lot of environments and just get it done kind of quick feels mm-hmm. like yeah uh you know i mean it is a uh, it is a it is a suitable end to you know ethan's ethan's story and whatnot but uh definitely left a lot lacking i think I'm in the same place where I think there was a lot of potential there that wasn't necessarily realized at the same time. And and you're right that it did feel like a, an asset swap. Um, 
at the same time, it does somewhat satisfy the the hunger I kind of have or the, the love I had for that like Resident Evil 3.5 conceptual demo. Like this is the closest thing I feel like I'll ever get to that. So I at least appreciate it in, in that regard. Do you think sort of Capcom's uh, added emphasis on third person is in any way an indication that they're going to be shifting that way in the future? Like if, you know, if and when Resident Evil 9 rolls around, do you think that's going to roll back to third person controls because of the popularity of, of 2 Remake and and everything? Or do you think they'll still stick with first person? Uh... You know, I'm not entirely sure, but given that there's about to be a, uh, given that there's about to be, you know, a PlayStation VR 2 for the PS5, and that there's going to be a, uh, a VR version, you know, like a VR, or VR patch or something like that, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't exactly know what the nomenclature would be in this case, is it a new version of the game, is it going to be a patch, it's probably, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just say patch. A patch that is going to add VR, PSVR two support for Resident Evil Village is going to happen. I don't know what I don't know what that means for like the future of Resident Evil. I know that uh, you know, in general, the game industry has had a lot of trouble trying to trying to get VR to kind of like take off. Just you know, specifically because selling the hardware, a lot of people get motion sick. Mm -hmm. um this that and the other even though like even though like vr has you know shown itself to be really really fun and whatnot resident evil 4 vr uh full disclaimer i was actually uh sponsored by meta slash oculus to do a uh to do like full playthroughs of resident evil 4 vr on my youtube channel resident evil 4 vr was actually a treat it was it was it was it was really really good. I personally I don't I don't even really I don't even really like Resident Evil Four all that much. And uh, uh, there's another one. There's another person I tried. There you go. <laughs> I'm not alone. Oh oh, yeah it's a, yeah. I mean like I don't, I don't know. It's like I just I just always thought that it was kind of overrated, and I feel like you know it just kind of gets shoved down my throat. And preach when people are all like, and, and then like, and then like whenever I say like. Whenever I, whenever I just like, you know, just say with such scorn, yeah, I don't really like Resident Evil 4, people are just like always so shocked. And it's like, it's just an opinion about a video game, dude. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I just don't really like the game that much, but, you know, but, but playing it in VR actually fixed a lot of the, uh, fixed a lot of the grievances that I have with that game, you know, and I got, I get to do, I get to do. I get to do fun things and you know, this is the gameplay is fun. And I hope that, you know, it's kind of kind of similarly follows suit with like village and you know, hell, who knows? Maybe even maybe even like maybe even like backport that stuff to Resident Evil 2 or Resident Evil 3 because there's actually a uh a VR um like someone was actually able to uh do like a full on VR mod for Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil 3 remake, both of which I still have not been able to get to work on my computer, unfortunately. I really <sighs> wish I could because they look like so much fun, you know, being able to like free aim with like with like both hands, similarly to Resident Evil 4 VR. Like, come on. I wanna play it so I wanna play it so bad, but but my but my computer but my computer's a shit, you know? <laughs> I had an absolute blast with seven in VR. That is that was one of the best experiences. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Ever. It was like it was like the killer app. 
I, I waited to play seven until I had access to, to PSVR so I could go through my first time that way. And it was it was terrifying. Yeah, so, that was that was the very first thing that I did was I was was like was like the second I saw that uh, that Resident Evil seven was in VR. Like that, like that demo hit, I got to play it. I got to play it in VR like the very next day at E3 after it was announced. Like I immediately rushed out and, you know, bought a bought a PSVR headset and just like sat on that until the game until the game dropped and I finally got to play it, you know. It's like whenever I do my first playthroughs on stream, usually I try to, you know, it's like I try to get I try to get the code as early as I can from Capcom just so I have like enough time to work on a video or something. And then I just like I just like I just like get to take my time and just like actually like play through the game. I don't have peop I don't have the I don't have the added pressure of having to like entertain people, you know. I'm not going to like put on a camera or anything. I'm not gonna put on airs for anyone. I just wanna shut the fuck up and play. <laughs> and that is you one know? of the most high anxiety experiences in games. Just I mean period. not from not yeah, I mean, not for me. I mean, okay. Oh, I was. I will admit man. the. F- <laughs> yeah, I will admit the very first time that I played it in VR, I and like during the demo where you fight the first molded because there were like a lot of demos for Resident Evil Seven, like 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 I literally found myself like like raising my hand trying to swat the molded out of the way, like get the <laughs> fuck out of the way. You know, I wasn't even like I wasn't even like scared or nothing. He was just like invading my personal space. I'm like, get the fuck out of the way. That reminds me of the time I was playing super hot on VR and like I had just gotten through a really big gunfight hiding behind a car and then I tried to lean against the car to rest and I just fell on the floor in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, this shit is, is intense. If I'm doing this like real pain. Wow. You don't get injured in VR, do you? Every year, a few soldiers die in field exercises. There's pain sensation in VR and even a sense of reality and urgency. The only difference is it isn't actually happening. That's the way they want you to think, to remove you from the fear that goes with battle situations. War is a video game. What better way to raise the ultimate soldier? Super hot in VR is so good, but I, there's like there's like a level that I couldn't that I couldn't get past though because of. Uh, just because of like I don't know weird positioning, I think it was just my play setup really, especially because like the uh, yeah it's like super hot VR and like on the Oculus Quest too, like it demands a lot of space. Oh yeah, like, it demands a lot definitely. of a lot of space around your person in order to like properly be able to play certain games. I um I really love horror in VR. Like I want to be scared. I want to have that tense experience. So like oh yeah um. I was really uh, disappointed that Alien Isolation never got an official VR patch. I mean, there's a there's like a fan patch that you can do, but it's kind of it's kind of janky, you know. When was the most recent time that you played it? Out of curiosity, not that I know anything about Alien v- Isolation VR, I'm just like curious if there might be like something newer because they are always working on this stuff. It's been a while. I know they I know that there were plans to make Alien Isolation have VR support. They just were never able to get around to it. So the the guys who made the fan patch sort of dug out what was already there. I mean, that whole studio that uh, that made Alien Isolation just completely folded, right? Yeah, it's such a shame because that that was such an incredible game. It was, you know, I will admit that Alien Isolation took a little bit to grow on me. But after I after I. After I did my no damage run of it, I actually uh 
I actually I actually got got like a new like a new respect for the game. I feel like you and I are probably coming at these games from very different perspectives. You are you are very yes, highly are. skilled in them, and I'm going in like, oh god, am I gonna like how many bullets do I have? Like I'm I'm freaking out as I'm playing it, but you're just like, yeah, it's nothing. And uh, <laughs> so I probably get scared way more easily. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, it depends on the game because yeah, I like like the way I play these games. You know, like the video, like the games are kind of ruined for me in a way, but. You know, but I try to like, but I try to like play them really, really well and like, uh, like record something that is, that is almost like movie like just so people can, you know, just so people can like, you know, enjoy looking at them that way and hopefully try to learn something and, you know, maybe, maybe take the piss out of the game a little bit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Is there a game you would think of like, is there a title that you would point to and say like, this is the scariest thing I've ever played? You know, I haven't been scared by a video game in a very, very, very long time. Cause like, since I started, since I started like, you know, doing as many speed runs and no damage runs of games as I have, the experience basically comes down to, you know, I'm like already breaking down the game subconsciously, unfortunately. And I are, and it's like, I already see like, okay, where's the, you know, where's the event triggers? Where are the fail states? Right. And it's like, and it's like a fail state is to me is just like not punishing. So about the only thing that is actually made that is actually, that is actually really made a horror game kind of scary, you know, actually kind of intense is when there's, when there is a fail state that is actually punishing. It's like if a fail state just resets you to, you know, a checkpoint that is just like, you know, less than, you know, about five, 10 minutes away, you know, it's really not, it's really not that scary. It's not scary at all to me, actually. As a matter of fact, I feel, I feel insulted that I should feel scared. <laughs> I, I, I'm still afraid of Mr. X chasing me. And like, it's more of like the idea of him being behind me. Cause when he gets up to you, he doesn't actually do a lot, but when he's like, just in the distance i'm fucking terrified but i still get scared when i open lockers and zombies fall out of them and i know it's coming so i don't know if i'll ever like lose that with horror games even like doing um no damage and and speed runs and things like that i just think i'm a scaredy cat (laughs) i just think i'm kind (laughs) of scared of these games (laughs) i mean you know i would imagine i would imagine now that you're probably like not even that scared of Mr. X anymore now that you know all the routes, right, Apache? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I full disclosure, I'm like usually around, but he's doing these runs not on Switch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't so I haven't had like, a chance to actually like really watch through like a full one of Apache's runs just to like, you know, cuz he's been asking me he's been asking me questions about like the routes and stuff the whole time, but I didn't I haven't actually like I unfortunately I just like I just like didn't I wasn't able to like actually like see any yet. It's kind of like a busman's holiday as well. If you if you if, if if you've done all that shit and then you go watch someone else do it, it's like not going to be as interesting. So, um, well, I mean, yeah. no, no, no. It is. It is. It actually is interesting to me in some ways, specifically from an ontological perspective. It's like a, you know, I, 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 you know, I understand where he. I, I know when he's coming in the run. I know what I have to do with him. He works the same like almost every single time, but. Uh, in the B scenario, for example, you trigger him early, then you went to the star's office, do your things in there, giving him chance to like move away from you. 
But then when you go through the locked door and into the library to get the final um, statue piece, he's going to be in like multiple different situations. And sometimes you just hear him on the other side of the door. And I'm like, is he going to be like, am I going to open this door? And he's going to be there. And it's it's more of like the idea of him that's scary than 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 when he's actually there. Because when he's in front of me and I'm just like making him walk around a bench like a fucking idiot or whatever. But it, it's like the, the, the idea of him and the fear of him like hasn't gone away at all. Mm. Yeah. Like in my case, in my case, you know, I like I actually really liked, you know, the the the, the game the game of cat and mouse that I played with Mr. X. It's like once you're once you're familiar with everything and you just and you're just like, okay, I I know where to get the key items and I know precisely how to get through the enemies that are on the map and I just need to I just need to, you know, just go get it done and just get Mr. X off of the map as quickly as possible. You know, it's like, it's like once, it's like once you're, once, once you're in, once you're in that state, then it's like Mr. X is whatever. But if it were possible to me, for me to play through the entire game with Mr. X chasing me and not like the, uh, not like the every enemy is Mr. X mod. I think that that would be like my (laughs) ideal way to play resident evil Two remake. I have played like a like the every enemy is Mr. X mod. I don't know if I still have the recording of that or not. Well, I actually like replaced all the uh, all the Mr. X's with like the Mr. X wearing the thong as well. <laughs> with a little umbrella logo. I think I maybe didn't upload it because I was just like because I was just like busy memeing and playing that, you know, that sin with Sebastian song, you know, shut up and sleep with me the whole the whole time. <laughs> but <laughs> On that note, that's one way to, to lose, lose the fear of everything, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just, <laughs> I, I honestly think, like for April Fool's Day, that they should just, uh, you know, patch the game to allow Mister X in every single room in the building. Because the funniest thing would be people who just like run into the clock tower room or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, he can't get me in here," and then he just enters the room. It would produce so many funny, like, <laughs> right. <moments. laughs> oh my god, yo. In Resident Evil 3 Remake, it is possible for Nemesis to come into one of the save rooms. That was one of the things that was so disappointing to me about 3 Remake. Yeah, two of the save rooms, actually. Uh, I had expected with RE3 Remake that they would have just taken Mr. X to the next, you know, logical step. Because Mr. X borrows so much from Nemesis conceptually in the remake. Mm -hmm. And so I was was preparing myself for, oh god, so Nemesis is just going to be Mr. X, you know cranked up to 11 he's going to be coming into every room he's going to be persistent through the whole game like i was thinking like all these different ways they could have used him and then he's in you know he stalks you for like a quarter of the game it feels more like a set piece if anything. yeah and the original three is like my favorite resident evil so it was kind of disappointing. oh yeah for sure for sure like it is uh it is tied with resident evil with resident evil one remake for my favorite resident evil resident evil three classic is but I mean, Resident Evil Three Remake was, you know, I mean, as as far as a remake of the game goes, it was very disappointing. I mean, it was it was an okay game in itself. Just, mm-hmm. you know, just it just as like you know, I really liked Resident Evil Two Remake, and the gameplay is fun. But as far as like as far as like you know, when I like a, like if I wanted to say that it's like a remake of Resident Evil Three Classic, I just I just don't I just don't feel that at all. Yeah, it feels more like DLC for two remake. Yeah. 
that's what a lot of people say. I don't think that it feels really like DLC for two remake, but you, but I, but I mean like, I, but I understand where they're coming from because it's just like so short, you know? Yeah. There's, there's multiple set pieces that, you know, sort of didn't even show up. Yeah. A lot of set pieces that just like didn't even show up. I mean, Nemesis himself is just, is just a set piece. I really like the design of like garbage bag Nemesis though. It's pretty <laughs> yeah, funny with the caution Same. stickers. Yeah, the caution stickers everywhere, right? It, it, it's like, it hey, it's like, this... hey, did you, yeah, did you know that this is a dangerous bioweapon and it's probably <laughs> going to, it's probably going to get you really, really sick if you get close to it. <laughs> if this package tears, bad things are going to happen. And what happened? Jill teared up the package. Bad things happened. She fucked around and found out. I have like two two distinct camps of uh, of people who are like interested in me playing two it's like the one camp that keep ha- keeps asking me when i'm gonna play three remake and the other camp that's like don't ever play that piece of shit horrible game and it's like <laughs> a 50 50 split so i'm just not oh gonna, i don't think i, I can want to stream playing it <laughs> no, no 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 i can i can i can tell you right now don't fucking listen to those people just play it <laughs> just play it it's it's I'm, it's not it's like really it. not that <laughs> it's yeah i mean it's fun it's really not that terrible it is it is disappointing if you've played like Resident Evil 3 Classic, but I might actually suggest that maybe before you play 3 Remake, you should probably play the original Resident Evil 3 first. I, I mean, I've, I've played all the, all the original uh, titles. I've just never... Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've, you know, I played them a long time ago, and I haven't revisited them, and I'm going to be shockingly bad with tank controls. So I just thought more than anything, it would be embarrassing to stream that. I'll probably like montage like for a month of 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 like getting to grips with tank controls until I'm gliding around those fucking levels. I gotta see that. Looking forward to those Discord calls. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like to be bad at games publicly. <laughs> I'm always afraid to be like bad at games publicly. I get that. I'm not even worried about like being bad at games publicly. I just know that, you know, that's not what people tune in to watch me do. So I'm like, so I'm like, you know, God damn it. I just want to get past like, you know, the, 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 these, these, these constant fail states so I can get to the actual, like, you know, entertaining part for people. On that note of, of fail states. I mean, you, you mentioned that that's something that would be actually scary or sort of like fail states that actually carry larger consequences. Oh yeah. What's a good example of that? Yeah, you're right. I did kind of trail off there. Um so when I think of when I think of fail states that actually uh that actually have a consequence. I mean Resident Evil 1 Classic is just like full of them, right? Just specifically because of the ink ribbon system, it actually does punish you if you know like basically you just set your own checkpoints, right? Because you're saving manually and you only have a limited number of saves, you're encouraged to save less. And if you run out of ink ribbons, then things get like super scary and super intense. And, you know, it's like, well, fuck, I don't have any ink ribbons. And now I have to play through, now I have to play through, you know, such a, such a large portion of video game. Now what's, uh, you know, I know that, and and I know that if I die, I'm going to get sent, I'm going to get sent back way back. You know, this is, this is, this is how, this is, it's just one of the ways that Resident Evil that you know, like classic Resident Evil builds tension. You know, you you can make like horrendous saves for yourself as well. Like you can be yes. in danger and you used up all the ammo that's around, and like you've just got this yeah, horrible save. But you just say, but you just save anyway because you're so scared, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that, I mean, I guess at that point, that's like one of the flaws of like you know the the, the ink ribbon system is like 
whenever you just like compulsively save because you just got a little bit further in the game, a little bit further in the game, and a little bit further in the game, but you're yeah. so bad at it, you're only creating uh you're only creating frustration for yourself by like reloading that save because it's like the illusion is gone. Now I'm just trying to progress and it's not working. I know this is like technically opposite of what you're saying, just because, you know, you're saying that, you know, RE2 Remake doesn't, I'm assuming this is one of those games that you're referring to that doesn't necessarily have like a major consequence for a failure state. But the way you described it reminds me when I was initially plotting out like my own S plus runs in RE2 Remake. And I'm no means in the same skill set as you and Apache. That's whatever. So like planning out that run... And like, you know, like being like, okay, you know, I can, I can, I can afford to save after G1 because G1's easy for me. But that, that period between like the save from G1 to like, I think my, my save for my first run was like all the way up to the end of the sewers. Like it, it, it's tension. Like it, like you said, like if I, if I die, I have to go all the way back. So there is that tension um, with like actual tangible consequences. Um, sorry, sorry to disrupt there. No, 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 no. So there, there's such a there's such a, a a divide between the way a Resident Evil game plays and the way a Silent Hill game plays typically. Yes. Um. So because the sort of you know the the horror that sort of gets to you uh is more you know it it, it tends to stem more from the gameplay and the challenges. Uh, I don't know. Is is it is it a situation where like Resident Evil games are more likely to be scary to you than something like Silent Hill as a result of that? I think I think really it just depends it just depends on the game, you know? Like I definitely feel a lot of a lot of like a lot of like anxiety and, you know, I'm always like afraid that you know, I'm going to take like a I'm going to take like a really dumb hit or something like that. Like for instance, how I got how I got really really close to the end with Ugh. I watched that this morning. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I was just I was just so angry and I kept like trying to get to the I kept I kept trying to get to the final boss again and again and again. But then just like dumb bullshit kept happening and I guess I kept like experimenting with things and stuff like that because I was just like getting bored with, you know, the process of just like trying to get to the trying to get to the boss. But you know, it's like it's like I it's like I've already figured out all the strats. There's nothing there's nothing left to figure out besides besides just get to the boss and get to the end because this 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 DLC has like nothing to it whatsoever. But but like but like when I got to the final boss, like I'll tell you I'll tell you what. On that stream, days ahead, I was feeling it. Oh yeah. I was I was <laughs> I was I was I was I was I was feeling it like I was I was just like I was just like shaking you know I felt like I felt like all the I felt like all the blood just like rushing out of my hands you know just like just like trying to like you know like just like trying to remember like what the base controls were on my keyboard what is my what is my dodge key what is my what is my uh what is my absorb fireball key kind of thing you know cuz like I have to get this absolutely perfect and if I don't then I then I just like lose it all. It's um it it I'm not trying to make a a bad situation good get something good out of a bad situation here, but it it did give me a lot of the same energy as I feel again with Apache on Discord call when he's at like G three Birkin and like one misread of his swipe or you know one misplacement of spacing and it's like it's all over and I yeah definitely same energy there I can see why you two are friends. Oh my god. 
I love it. Like, I, I actually love it. I, I love that feeling. It's, it, dude, what a rush. <laughs> really, what I think I vibe more with Apache's sense of humor than anything else, but, <laughs> but yeah, sure, we'll roll, we'll roll with that. That's uh, that's a lot of fun, too. That's a big pro of being his friend as well. Yeah, Apache's got jokes. Um, did he show you his mustache? Oh, I might have to. I don't think I've shown shown you this, but yeah, I shaved all my beard off, and I've just got a mustache now. It looks kind of ridiculous, but uh, <laughs> really, but it really annoys the fuck out of people. Like everyone I've met since um, <laughs> has been like, "What the fuck are you doing? Shave that off now!" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm so keeping this." <laughs> yeah, <he was> like, <laughs> <laughs> you really do feed off of other people's frustration, don't you? No, normally I have to write something to piss people off. Now I can just do it with my face. We're just going to have to start printing your tweets and like sticking it to your forehead. <laughs> Double up. I, I, I'm like, one of the things that I did enjoy when I, when you were starting to do like RE2 speedrunning and RE2 no hit runs, I was like, man, the shit posting he's going to get away with is going to be incredible. And now we have that whole like meme of Leon just being like an arrogant fool. Uh, Leon's just so fucking funny to me. I re- I really I don't think I ever like appreciated because I I saw I was gonna call it Return to Raccoon City. What what the fuck is that Resident Evil film called? Uh, welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, welcome or, to Raccoon yeah, City. Go. I was so critical of how stupid they made Leon in that film, but then when I went back and played the games, I was like, ah, uh, you know what? Maybe I've been too harsh. One of one of the things I love about the RE remakes is sort of the little bits of characterization they do through those lines. The highlights, the big the big ones I think of is, you know, Claire after she goes through all of the um all of the sewers and G2 Birkin getting him knocked over the crate. Like after all that, the only thing that she can say is, I'm sorry, Sherry, this is taking way too long. Like that's one example. The other example that just came out is um and Shadows of Rose, when um, when you're fighting, like, quote-unquote, Evelyn, and she says, oh, you're just a freak who has no friends, and then, quote-unquote, Michael, Ethan, he writes out, you have me. You have me. And I'm like, that's the shit that my mom used to say when I came home crying after being bullied. Like, that was on yeah. point. Um, it is the most dad thing that you could possibly that you could oh, possibly do. It was perfect. How, and then okay, so how quickly did each of you figure out that that was Ethan? I mean, I I knew from the I figured it out. Like I knew straight away. Yeah, yeah like that like, was like, that was punished snake all over again. We just kind of all knew. Yeah, it's like it's like after after like after like maybe two or three lines, it's like okay, it's like one could you know one could probably one could probably make like you know. Like two guesses. I mean, like I had another guess, but I don't know. I just like kind of threw it out of my head after it's like, oh, okay, well, that's Ethan. Like I, like I just kind of realized, like based on how, like based on how, like on how, like nurturing and fatherly, you know, the voice seemed after like you know two or three. Like it just just seemed just genuinely empathetically concerned with like yeah with like with like Rose's well being, you know, her mental and physical well being. It's like it's like okay, yeah, this has got to be Ethan. Like this, like like <laughs> so 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 it, it like like the only question I had was, are they going to string the player along and like you know and like and like Rose will never find out who the voice was, or is there just going to be like a big stupid reveal? And it's it's like, come on, it's Resident Evil. I should know better. Of course they're <laughs> going. Of course they're going to reveal it in like you know 
in like the lamest way possible by actually just like having Ethan like right there and he and he wasn't actually dead or something like that. Yep, that was me. And that's exactly what they did. Hot take real quick. Ethan has more personality as disembodied text than he had in the entirety of seven and eight. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's like, oh, he's actually got empathy. I mean, he's always had it. He's just, it's just, you know, always been like a very, uh, it's just always buried been a, under layers of jackass. Under layers of jackass, but also under layers of there's a bunch of crazy people in this house trying to fucking kill me. <laughs> That's fair. Sorry, Days. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying the reason why I speak of this characterization is because of this one line Leon has in RE2, and this is. This is where our meme comes from, where he's going to see Ben at the at the RPD jail, and Ben's like, "We need to get the fuck out of here. Chief Irons is full of shit. Like things are going bad. Like you need to help me." And Leon, out of despite seeing all of the circumstances, everything that's going on, his response is, "Well, he had to have put you in there for a reason." <laughs> no, no, you're a criminal. Most, Criminals go in jail. The, you're in jail. It's the most. It's the most. It's the most American. I read the thing cop book. That they oh my god! Done. And ever since then, we've just been like, <laughs> words won't work with this one. Leon pulling over a minority for going one <laughs> mile per hour over the speed limit. Like, uh, <laughs> that, that's funny. That, yeah, that's my Leon joke. <laughs> But I can't say I can't even say my other one. But um, Leon's most like the thing that said the most to me about Leon's character is like right at the start of the second scenario, he turns up, everything's on fire, and he's like, "Yep, best put my uniform on." Like, who would have time to put a fucking uniform on? Like, he's such a boy scout. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe he thought it would offer him some extra protection, but he is yeah no no he is he is he is a boy scout through and through. The police station will have the answers to everything. Uh, Non-zero chance he flashed his badge at a zombie. He, do, he tries to arrest he does, the first zombie the in the game. <laughs> at the very beginning, oh, wait, yeah, that zombie does. that bites the cop in the, in, the, in, the, in the gas station, he's like, don't stop, I'll shoot. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's like, it's like the, very first, it's the very first zombie he saw, so he, had to, so he had to get over, like, you know, the suspension of disbelief somehow. Yeah, no, for, for, for when sure. It fucking, when, it fucking, when it fucking chewed through that dude's neck, he only had to let someone die to fucking figure it out. Yeah. He's just like, this is like, he comes up to a cop who's trying to arrest a zombie. The zombie bites the cop, and he's like, whoa there, sir, eating people is illegal. I'm going to have to place you <laughs> under arrest now. You can't just eat people, that's illegal. <laughs> Carl, that kills people. Whips out his notebook and he's starting to write it down. I have to write you a ticket for this. Bit another (laughs) officer on the neck. I can't even like say the jokes that we have for him in the RE4 remake because no, I'm not. I'm not doing. I'm not going there. I am not touching that. (laughs) Uh, On that note, though, as someone who runs these games, I mean, how do you feel about all the remakes that are coming out? I mean, it's more. It's more video game. That's 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 all I care about, if I'm being honest with you. But uh I mean what little I've seen of RE4 remake, I mean, you know, they showed a little bit of the village. They showed that uh some things have changed around. It doesn't surprise me in the least that, you know, they just like took the scenario and completely refuculated everything and you know, and there's 
There's uh, there's going to be some base changes to the gameplay, but you know the obvious, most startling one is that there's going to be there's going to be more counters available. You know, you can parry you can parry a chainsaw with your fucking knife. Yeah, you know, which is which is which is really really cool. I like that. But I but I but I, but I mean, like, I don't even really like it because it's parrying a chainsaw with the knife. I just like that you have I just like that you have more options against the Ganado because that was like my that was like my one complaint with Resident Evil 4 is that there's 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 so many enemies, right? Yeah. And you have to have as many, many options as as possible in order to be able to get around them all. So so to have like, you know, to have like to have like too many enemies and just like not enough options, you know, like you can't you can't stun them all. You know, you can't like uh, you don't have any like you don't have any like avenues of escape or anything like that. Resident Evil Village was just like that. That's that's one of the reasons why Resident Evil Village is just like on my shit list so much. It's just because like there's you know like the like the like that initial area with like the lichens is like way too small. There's like not enough. There's not enough places to just like to just like be able to like like merc a whole group of them. Mm-hmm. Merc. Why do I always say merc when I'm when I'm saying like avoid? That's not what Merc means. Merc means <laughs> fucking kill shit. It, it, it's, it it's, means it's, pulling out your... It doesn't mean run. It means pulling out your flame rounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean... Yeah, like, like, like there's, 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 there's just, like, no maneuverability, and you have no options to fucking stun any of them. Like, the, like there's, 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 there's no stun, and, you know, you can't, like, you can't just, like, shoot them in the foot and get a... And, and like you know, get around them. You just, you just, you just get, you just get punished for losing space when in a, in a, in a, uh, in an environment where you can do nothing but lose space. So like things like that, you know, and it was kind of like that in resident evil four. I mean, like you could learn, you could learn mechanics and you can learn how to like, you know, avoid Plaga spawns as much as possible. That's something that I didn't actually learn how to do until recently. Flame rounds can, uh, prevent, you know, can prevent Plaga from spawning. Uh, doing a suplex can prevent Plaga from spawning kind of thing. But like the fact that, that, that you very visibly have more options than just shoot them in the face, kick them and try to move to another part of the environment. Like, that's great. I like that. I, I like that you're able to use the knife as like a defense item. And like, as and and like as an ability to like avoid the instant kills. It's so like you have like maybe one, two chances to avoid an instant kill. Yeah, we have. And ha- they're sort of building in stealth too, almost, which kind oh, of right. showed yeah, up yeah, in I, Shadows of Rose. I completely forgot about the stealth gameplay. Yeah, the stealth gameplay is. I actually, I actually think that Resident Evil Revelations Two did stealth gameplay really well. A lot of people shit on Revelations Two, but gameplay wise, I think it's one of the most solid entries in the Resident Evil series. You know, even though it's like, even though it's like not got a whole lot else going for it. I felt like the gameplay was actually like really, really solid just specifically because, you know, the, the, the stealth action, like the blend of like stealth action and like, you know, and like, uh, other action was just like, was just like done really well. You know, you could, you could, you could stun enemies. There was a, there was a dedicated dodge button. There was, there, the, the game, the game just gave you a lot of options. And I think that options, especially in an action game, are very, very important to have. That's what I'm hoping for with 4, is that the the, the stealth is an option in sections 
So you can, you know, you can you can fight all the Ganados and you can use your resources against them, or you can choose to stealth through sections of them as well. And as long as that gameplay feels really good, I think it'll be really strong. But if it's like, you know, you get seen by a Ganado, instant killed, and you have to restart the section again, I would really hate something like that. I hate that shit. Well, that's where yeah, you just launch you, a cow at them. It's yeah, no, exactly. Like, like Resident Evil Four really needs any more one hit kills all <laughs> yeah. over the goddamn place. What if we need? What if we, <laughs> like need, it, what if we yeah, have like self sections it, that made Leon feel like Sherry? <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just like it's just like whenever you have like a like a game that is just like chock full of one hit kills like that, it takes you out of the game and it just puts you in it just puts you in like frustration. Like even on the hardest difficulty, it's like you should feel like you're learning something and not just like banging your head against the wall, like with Village of Shadows and Resident Evil Village, right? Yeah, I think that's like the most uh... right. So, sorry to take this back to two, but just for one second to make a point, I think the the amount of damage you have to do to zombies in Hardcore in two remake is like perfect. It feels really rewarding. It actually is, and like people, you know, at the start of the game where you've got the first handgun it takes like you know 15 bullets to kill a zombie people are like oh the enemies are like really bad bullet soaks in hardcore it's like not really i have the worst gun no. in the game but like you know as soon as you get a shotgun or whatever you can decapitate yeah. really easily if you learn how to do focus shots then you know you just you just you, you take down zombies in like in like fewer shots leon has a shotgun which if you learn how to use the shotgun you can decapitate zombies really easily mm. claire's flame rounds you know you just have to wait you just have to wait a little while for the zombie to die but the zombie dies like in one flame round shot every zombie dies in one flame round shot give or take you know one or two zombies that you just have to finish off with one extra handgun round the way i frame it for folks who are playing it for the first time is like you're not supposed to kill anything but there are things that would greatly help you if you took care of them permanently and the game gives you just enough resources to do that precisely yeah it's like village of shadows though it's like the worst it's ever been for for bullet soaking like it doesn't make a compelling difficulty for you to just turn the values way up on everything and it's like oh it takes yeah. 12 that's precisely what village of shadows does yeah, yeah i know it's so bad like i i don't like that at you all. have to get the broken weapons just to make any progress practically yeah i don't i don't like that at all and i i th there are I haven't actually played the game yet, by the way. I've just been watching people play it, but you know, I, I, I think I, I think I've got the idea. Um, and maybe with the DLC, they're they're again like moving away from that and saying, no, we've gone too far with how how bullet soaky the enemies are. We need to move away from it. There's there, there's different ways to make compelling difficulties than yeah. just than just making them take more hits. I mean, props to people who have been going through that with knives, because I mean, I had to max out the stake magnum just to get through that first section people are actually playing village of shadows with knives i was gonna say I'm, from my understanding i think like, so yeah it, it's con conceptually impossible virtually impossible to even do like a knife only run i don't even yeah it's like it's like it's like yo i don't even give a shit about how possible something is with a knife or is not it's just god why would you want to bore yourself like that <laughs> like i'm just getting i'm just getting frustrated like like okay it's not even it's not even like, you know, the amount of the amount of resets that would just like make me feel frustrated. But it's precisely because like the enemies are fucking bullet sponges and you want to go through that shit with a knife? <laughs> like my yeah, it's artificial god. Difficulty. Like how little do you fucking value your time? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh fuck. 
there, 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 there is, there is a, there is a point in challenge runs where there, where there is like, where there is like a diminishing fucking return on like, you know, on like how, how difficult something is versus how boring something is versus like the hit of dopamine that you get in return. Like, God damn, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even want to follow whatever the fuck this is, you know, go do it on your own. I'm not gonna lie, you going off like this feels like me sometimes watching Apache do what is it that you do on MGS3 now? Like one hit boss? <laughs> like you can only like hit her in one punch combos? You can, you can only use single punches and you you have to hit 90 <laughs> times and do Jeez. 30 perfect back to back counters. It's like, it's only nine minutes though. It's not like it's every <laughs> It feels like boss. 30 minutes, but it's like you only get 10 minutes, but somehow it feels like 20. <laughs> I mean at least at least Apache is good enough to fucking do it. Right. <laughs> Apache's gonna run out of ways to beat MGS3 at this rate. I have. That's why I'm playing that's Resident Evil. Why he's doing Resident <laughs> Evil now. <laughs> gonna have to like, we have to like mirror your controls or something. <laughs> Actually, I might be able to do that. Oh shit! I got into GDQ. <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring that up randomly. I don't think I've, I don't think I've said that on the show yet. I got into GDQ oh, again. Hell yeah! That's so, fucking dope as fuck. Somehow, like I, I can't believe it to be honest, but um, and that was like the hardest one to get into as well. Like in terms of. The number of people who submit, I think it's the most they've they've ever fucking had. So, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna be in America, but the show's not in America; it's online. I just happened to be in America at the time. Yeah, I gotta make like a workstation or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, I was gonna we'll say go out. to. I was gonna say go to IKEA, but you don't even have them in America, so you can't. What? Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. What for real? You have IKEA? My bad. We. Yeah. My entertainment stands IKEA. I'll go to IKEA and get a desk or something then. Good man. It was funny too because it was for Metal Gear Solid Three, like right after you went back into RE2 stuff. No, for real. Like I, I, I've been having a lot of fun doing something different, and it's been felt really rewarding for me. And like I didn't, I didn't want to jump back into playing it, running MGS3, right? And I, I didn't want to just like have to hard switch back over to only grinding MGS3. But fortunately, I got in with a race versus Vermilion for European Extreme or European Extreme all camos. I know those runs like the back of my hand anyway, so I don't have to like grind the game every single day. But if I'd have got in with like blindfolded boss fights, I'd be able to do nothing else but play, but play MGS three. So it's kind of like it's a, it's a real blessing that that's the run that got picked. So I got a question: since we are we're we're kind of obligated, given the name of the show, to talk about Kojima related issues, and we've been going off on Resident Evil for about an hour now. <laughs> That's fine. It's the Halloween episode. It is Halloween. Not sorry. No, I'm not either. I love it. Um, but out of curiosity, what are your thoughts on PT? Uh, well, I only got a chance to really play it like once, and I'm not really a fan of like that particular genre of horror game. I knew that it was a quote unquote playable teaser, playable trailer that. And, and and there was like there was like a there was a there was a purpose to it and that was the reveal of a now canceled video game which is why I would be willing to give it a pass just specifically because it's got like historical relevancy to a uh you know to a to a game in a in a in a game franchise that I actually really really like but I just like didn't really care for like the actual gameplay you know not because not because I would I thought that it would be like reflective of like the final uh of like the final game or anything like that. But specifically because but specifically because I, I just 
didn't uh you know it's just it's just not my it's just not my kind of game. I just don't really like these first person walking simulators. Yeah, PT is very art house. Yeah. Uh, it's a little it's a little it's a little too it's you know it's like it's like the kind of game that's like, you know, way too like way too like art house with like obtuse with like obtuse trigger hunting and stuff like that. You know, I'm not really a fan of like, you know, all of all of like Bloober teams like entries and stuff like that or you know, or like, or like Outlast or Amnesia or, you know, all, all of it. I'm just, I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, I'm just like, not, not at all. Yeah, I just, I just don't. Yeah, it's, it's unfair, you know, in some ways, you know, and, and there's, it's a very fine line you have to walk when you're, when you're doing a horror game that's sort of inherently unfair. You were going off on that Outlast the other day, right? Calling it a fucking walking sim. Yeah, there's just like there's just like not really any like uh any real punishment for losing or anything like that. Well, okay. I should I should be a little I should be a little more fair given that that's not what they're going for, but but I just but I just like, you know, but I still feel like the I still feel like there should be there should be a video game attached to, you know, <laughs> attached to it and they're they're just they and it's like, you know, for that kind of thing, it's just it's just a it's more of a it's more of an interactive horror experience than there is like yeah yeah than there is like than there is like a game you just the, the the thing is you 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 got punished for doing the wrong thing and now the ghost broke your neck and peed on you <laughs> yeah that's I just uh... noticed I just noticed that someone actually joined the audience literally as I said the words peed on you. <laughs> That's that's all good. That's about that's about right. That's how we do things here. That's the type of content that they expect when they <laughs> they buy into our Patreon. It's fine. I just think it's a good episode name. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. So the ghost, so the ghost breaks your neck and pees on you, and it's just like, you know, that's like that's like the kind of thing that you can, you know, that like it like 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 that's 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 about you know after 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 I saw that it's like okay nothing else can really top what's going on in this. And then I just like never played it again. After I I did get the trailer, you know, like I like like you know reading everyone's walkthroughs, but I, but I didn't like actually play it again after that. It did seem like that wasn't the direction they were going to take Silent Hills in. Had the game actually been made, though? Yeah, no. If it, if, if if the game was actually made, you know, I would hope that they I would hope that they put combat in it. I mean, there was I mean Silent Hills Shattered Memories had like had like no combat but i don't even i don't even know i don't even know like how silent hill shattered memories would would play if you know if without if without combat well that's another one of those sort of it leans more into art house yeah kind of games in my opinion i mean i just like rushed through everything in silent hill shattered memories we joked about yeah. that a few episodes ago where like you like very specific parts on the you you do very specific routes in the psychological segments to make mm-hmm. it go fa- the fastest with a psychiatrist. So if you do like the relationship cards, you're like, oh, I'll just, you know, throw these together. And then the psychiatrist is like, your mother's a whore and your dad is an alcoholic. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just trying to save two minutes, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I feel like I feel like I haven't given Silent Hill Shattered Memories like okay, fuck PT. I want to play Shattered Memories just because of that fucking psychiatrist. <laughs> Game's got a good twist. I'll give it that. My mom, my mother was a bitch. 
<laughs> Your mother's a bitch. My mother um, was a bitch. Silent Hill has such a weird relationship with combat mechanics, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still trying to work on like a no save, no damage run of Silent Hill Two, like off and on. Like that's probably going to be what I get. Well, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish what I'm doing with Resident Evil Village, and then I'm gonna play then I'm gonna play Signalis, and then I'm gonna go but then I'm gonna go back to Silent Hill Two, no oh, damage, yeah. and try to and try to like wrap that up. I really um, want to play Signalis. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't do anything special for like Halloween any any year because it's like I play horror games year round and you want me to and you want me to do a fucking a horror game marathon. Where were you with the other the other where were you the other 330 days of the year? Come the fuck on. <laughs> Yo, it's Halloween. It's time for Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah, it's, no it, safe, it, no damage. It's Halloween. Are you doing yeah, are you doing a Halloween marathon, Carsey? And it's like my entire fucking stream is a Halloween marathon. Where were you the rest of the year? <laughs> Don't talk to me about Halloween. I am Halloween. I am Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did kind of want to like, I know we've spent a, a vast majority of this show talking about um, Resident Evil, but I did kind of want to deep dive into your exploration of no hitting silent, no damage, no save Silent Hill. Um, just because like you said, it's it's such a unique not oh god unique is not the best word but yeah actually unique the combat system is a bit of a unique experience um so much so that i do re recall one of the concerns folks are saying um about the remake is hey you know are they gonna make james like competent at hitting nurses because but at the same time like I, I always tell folks who like play silent hill 2 for the first time in the modern age like one if you can try the enhanced edition on PC, here's the installer. Mm -hmm. And two, honestly, you may as well play combat on easy because it's it's very very tedious. Yeah, I mean, the actual the actual combat, unfortunately, in Silent Hill is is incredibly tedious. So like, it's like a, it's like one of those things where it's just like you don't really notice it until you try to play like until you try to be a little more efficient at the game. And then it, and that's when Silent Hill 2's like real flaws like actually are front and center. You know, it's a it's a game that that's gotten like you know that's gotten like really really high ratings. You know, everyone's like everyone's oh my god, Silent Hill 2 is the best horror game ever. And I mean, they would be right about it being, you know, like story wise, it is it is, you know, like like it like it hits it hits all the notes of like you know. It is it is it is like it is like the video game. When people think about like psychological horror games, Silent Hill 2 is like at the top of everyone's list, basically. I mean, I okay, maybe I shouldn't say like everyone's list because there's, you know, a lot of people who are probably gonna be like, uh, there's 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 other there's other better Silent Hill games, whatever. I'm I'm not even gonna get into that debate actually, because it's all it's all opinion anyway. I don't give a shit about anyone's opinion. <laughs> you shouldn't give a shit about my opinion. Give a shit about your own opinion, please. Um, the, uh, like, uh, in the case of, like, in the case of Silent Hill 2, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, it is like widely regarded as like, as like the psychological horror game, essentially. But as far as like the actual gameplay goes, the actual combat goes, Everything is balanced around using as many health items as possible. You're running around, you collect all the health items, you go to, you know, you go to actually fight things. 
you get you get punished for dumb stuff because they did not balance the combat in that game at all. It's like your excuse is, well, James is not James is not uh, he's not he's not a soldier. You know, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't combat. And it's like, okay, well then explain to me why you can use the great knife against Eddie, and then Eddie recovers like half a second later and shoots you in the face with a gun while you are recovering from your from from using. You know, from using like you know a weapon <laughs> that has like no recovery time. I know I just said great knife, but let's say let's say even the wooden plank. Okay, Eddie would just like recover from that and just like fucking punch you when you're like trying to recover and like go back to standing and be able to fucking you know be able to fucking dodge or something like that. You know, try to just 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 try to do what you can to get out of the way. You can't because 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 nowhere in James's you know, in James's frame data, can you do anything? Everything is, everything is negative on hit, you know, everything is unsafe on hit. You know, you hit something and you get punished for it. So you have to really take advantage of like the enemy's AI in order to get around it. That being said, I mean, everything in the game for the most part has like a no damage strategy, but Eddie is a problem and the twin pyramid heads are a problem. Like those are the only two like major problems that I found is like Eddie and the twin pyramid heads. Do you think that they'll pull away from that with the remake, um, and make him kind of more of an an action star? Like, I, I think they're gonna go full <laughs> Resi Two remake with it. Yeah, I think that they're actually gonna lean a little more heavily into like you know, into like being a little more laissez faire with the action. Just because of what I've seen in the trailer and how James has like you know this big action shot with like the wooden plank, you know, yeah, like 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 for some reason they were making that like they were making something like that like front and center, and the way they did the music, the way they did the reveal, the way that you know the just 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 the way that they just like that they just like didn't ease into anything. There was no subtlety at all. They want they were they were not making a Silent Hill trailer. They were making a Resident Evil trailer. <laughs> the, the whole thing, even I, if you ignore I have a lot of thoughts about all of this. I was gonna say, you sound like a very subtle version of Nitroid last week. <laughs> even if you kind of ignore like the content, if you just think about like how they presented the information, it looks like a Resident Evil like Capcom yeah. announcement. Yep. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like they, like they, 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 they left, they left no room for subtlety, you know, it's like, it's like, hi, we're Bloober team. And this is Silent Hill too. <laughs> Non-zero chance of James at some point going, I can't believe I killed my wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, 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 ex- exactly. No, you're right. You're right on the money. You know, like like all the like all the memes going around last week. What was it? Press F to cry or something like that. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, I didn't make the image, but that was my fault. It blew up on Twitter because of Nitroid, and then it got to the point where a bunch of people were fighting, and then even like straight up Ito like reached out and was like, "It's okay, man. I I understand your concerns. Like shit was wild." Yeah, Ito, Ito was really cool. Had a just sort of a brief exchange with him, and he was like, "You know, I have the same concerns." Uh, like his big thing was that people seemed to sort of misinterpret what was getting everyone upset about that trailer and about the way they handled the intro scene. And <clears throat> there's this really dumb fan theory that 
in the intro scene to Silent Hill 2, when James is looking in the mirror, his reflection is looking at the player. And it's a really dumb theory, but a lot of people believe it. And Ito has been trying to shoot this down for a very long time. And so people thought that the anger was over the fact that he's not looking at the player in the remake. And that's not it. It's so much more. All. It's so yeah. much more. And so, like, I, I, I reached out to him and I said, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry that this is causing you so much grief. And, you know, I've got a lot of respect for you. And, um, you know, I understand that that's not what this is. Um, the concern is that there's absolutely no subtlety to the game whatsoever and that James is acting like a histrionic jackass. And and Ito was like, yeah, I kind of I kind of have the same concerns. He was very vague about it and, and diplomatic, which was which was nice. But I see. But but yeah, it was uh, it was cool that he that he even responded. Oh, and then wow. what was really funny is um that's fascinating. When I when I wrote my initial message to him, I used DeepL, which is like a, a you know, and sort of a machine learning algorithm. Oh, yeah, for, I'm familiar with DeepL. Yeah. Um, and audience when, might not be, though. I'm sorry. That's uh, translation. Basically, like imagine Google Translate, but good, you know. And so I don't speak a lick of Japanese. I know just like like very, very tiny bit, but not enough to write anything meaningful. But um, I made my reply to him, uh, sort of checked it, made sure it seemed OK, sent it. And he complimented me on my amazing Japanese. LOL. And I was like, yeah, that's deep L. And he just sort of was like, oh, now I feel like I'm alone at the bottom of a sea. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, oh, God. So that was scary. I, I do like how one criticism and it's understandable. I saw one criticism about like the nurses now having sort of these thigh high stockings right? that kind of squeeze their thighs. And I'm like, yo, have <sighs> you seen Ito's non safe for work shit on Twitter? He loves them, Johns. <laughs> yeah, he loves those stockings. He'd probably yeah. put him in the original game if he could. But, yeah, fucking um, calm down, you Puritans. We're having sexy, uh, sexy, evil nurses. But, uh, I mean, you know, it still doesn't... People have their valid concerns. And I I was curious to see your opinion, carcinogen. And it sounds like you're, you're sort of aligned with Nitroid, but with less sort of personal outrage. I got a little mad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, have, I have less personal outrage because... Cause, cause like, cause like I, I've, I've emotionally divorced myself from Konami years and years and years ago. I didn't even expect Konami to just like come back after like, you know, five years of just like, of just like nothing in the AAA game industry for, th for them to like, you know, and it's, and it's like, oh, they, they, they're, they're bringing back not, not, not one, not two, but five Silent Hill games. And Sorry, that sorry, the, the the count was five, right? It was five. It was like Silent four in a movie, four Silent four Hill games in a movie. Oh, like community. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't I don't know why I got that mixed up. Uh, five announcements, okay, including well, it's a movie. Possibly five, because there was that also also the the other one with the girl and the post-it notes and all that. If that even manifests, was it? Wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, well, provided provided that leak was, you know, provided that leak was correct. I mean, like, I I am inclined to believe that I am inclined to believe that that those that those leaks that there might that there might be some truth to those leaks. I mean, like, maybe that's maybe that's Silent Hill Townfall. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like based on you know, based on that stuff. I mean, like, none of none of that none of that Japanese, by the way, was machine translated. Just for the record, like that, like that, like the stuff in the in the Dust Golem reveal. Like none of that, none of that Japanese was like machine translated. So I feel like, so I feel like they're, I feel like it might be real. Yeah. 
but how many projects get started and have concept art and God knows what made for it that just never actually enter production? I mean, plenty. I mean, plenty of times. Yeah. yeah. But I, but it's like we don't but we know nothing about Silent Hill Townfall either. So who knows? Um, you know, literally since like Metal Gear Solid five, you know, like like since they since they, you know, since they dropped the ball on that and then, you know, Kojima, you know, Kojima bounced and then Metal Gear survive and then no video games after that for like, you know, four or five years, like not, not even, you know, no, no reveals or anything like that. Like, you know, they threw out Castlevania, they threw out Silent Hill, they threw out Metal Gear. Con- Contra had like Contra had like one game and they and they like and they like, you know, did did like their uh arcade collections and shit like that. But, you know, that's like that's like stuff that's that's like, you know, this is not it's not new though. They're just they're just they're just reselling they're just reselling their old crap and you know, peddling NFTs and crap like that. So I was I was just like convinced that Konami, aside from like all of their you know, aside from like all of their like you know pachinko, their 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 Japanese spa operations, and you know whatever you know whatever crazy mafia bullshit is going on with them, like whatever whatever crazy yakuza bullshit is going on with them, you know there is just like I like I, I I just figured Konami for all intents and purposes was just dead, you know they were just dead, and I just like I just like I just like couldn't find it in me to feel any like outrage so much as just like well. I was wrong that Konami was completely dead. They appear to have outsourced everything, probably for the better. The people who got the stuff outsourced too could be for the worse. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, I'm just I'm just here for the ride now at this point. It's more shit for me to cover and it might be kind of fun. Whatever. It's a fun it's a fun it's a fun plot twist that Silent Hill is back. <laughs> renewed for another season we're ready for another season a great way to look at it and again another way i can see why you and apache are such close friends i'm really excited for silent health <laughs> silent I'm hill silent hill forte silent silent hill yeah i'm gonna keep saying that until it catches on is the ending music gonna be by tsukiko amano i'm sorry i Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was a, that was a fatal frame reference. I'm sorry. I don't know the joke. I, I don't understand. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 the endings. Like there's an ending song that's like that's like a that's like a J. That's like a you know like a like a really like a like a J rock you know like a J rock ballad at the end of wow. every at oh, the end man. of like like a J rock power ballad at the end of like every uh, fatal frame game by by this artist uh, Amano Tsukiko. It's like it's like at the end of at the end of every every single Silent Hill or sorry Fatal Frame game. It makes me miss uh, the rock, the J Rock that used to play. I think it, they only really did it in the original RE One. That do 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 do. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Which one? The uh, credits music for the original Resident Evil One. Oh yeah yeah yeah. It gives me the same vibes as the credit music in Fatal Frame. Yeah, kind of. So I'm gonna make a really bad music joke real quick. And if if we're assuming that that Silent Hill F actually does mean Silent Hill Forte, I'm just gonna say it's a shame that they didn't call it Silent Hill Pianissimo. And there's your music joke for the day. <laughs> yeah, to give some context, by the way, the uh, the original uh, the original Japanese uh, Resident Evil uh, Biohazard, like the very first release of Biohazard, actually had a 
actually had like a like completely different credits music. Uh, there was a there was a there was a song by like a famous Japanese musician called uh, "Yume de Owara Senai," you know, like like please don't let the dream end or something like that. Or the or like the dream the dream isn't the dream isn't over the dream can't end I'm sorry my Japanese is not great. Did you ever notice that there are two games? There's one called Observation and there's one called Observer. Uh huh. And the companies that made both of those games are both making Silent Hill games now. Who made Observation? No code. No code. And Observer was uh, Bluber. Bl- okay, yeah, I thought so. I thought so. There's no That's point. Not, it's just uh, weird. It is. It is pretty funny. I'm, I mean, I'm just still coping with Bloober making Silent Hill 2. That just that sounds like a punchline. It is. It is pretty funny. I mean, like they I have I haven't actually like really played much anything of of Bloobers. I just know that they apparently just don't have any. Uh, they just don't they, 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 they just don't really have any any like good handling of like mental health. Like it was there. I don't know. There was like there was like one game where like someone was uh, where someone was abused, and they made that like they made that that like the evil, the evil part of like the main antagonist's personality was the fact that they got abused or something like that. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard there's a lot of criticisms in the way Bloopers handled stuff. Yeah, I think it's really going to come down to like the there's a lot of original people from Silent Hill involved, and uh, as long as they're calling the shots. You know, I'm I'm optimistic. Maybe I'm huffing the copium, but I, I am super optimistic about I'm, these, uh, these games. I've I've given myself enough resolve to be team. Um, this isn't the original Silent Hill two. This is its own new game. Um, you know, it's this this type of scenario has worked out before. So yeah, um, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it doesn't work. I'm just hoping that it'll be like at the very least, you know, fun. I don't I I can't really I can't really speak for anyone else's you know possible opinion about the game or anything like that. I just I just I just want I just want a video game and maybe it'll be good. <laughs> the bar truly is so low. <laughs> yeah. I hope the game is fun. <laughs> I I will say I've heard people make the argument that, you know, well, this is just uh, you know, this is a different take on Silent Hill. This is going to you know, you shouldn't expect it to be exactly the same or, or to, to follow the same beats or to use the same art style, etc. I feel like, like I just is, said that. Yeah, you you did. But here's the here's the the thing. The, in the video where they're talking about the project, one of the very first things they say is our goal is to recreate everything that made the game a timeless classic. OK, yeah, that's a poor choice of words. Yeah, they also said it's a reboot as well. Did they? Yeah, they use the word. How do you reboot? reboot? What? What? How do you reboot a game that only had one game? Do you like, think? Hold oh. on. Do you think that might be like a language thing because they're like it's like a language translation issue? Like they're it. It was text on the screen that said reboot. Yeah. Um. So maybe. I mean, I'm naturally a cynic, so I have no hope, but. You know, I hope people like it, and I'm gonna play it. But, like, I'm not hopeful. There's been <laughs> yeah, a lot you're of gonna talk. Gonna be mad right up until the point you're queuing up at midnight to buy it, and all the way home with it. <laughs> I'm just I joking, just, you're gonna get it I'm just, early, obviously. But. I just picture Nitrate in the car with his wife driving. And he's like, "I gotta go. Can we just go to Wendy's first? Can we just, just <laughs> let's just go to Wendy's before we go home?" 
You know, this won't be so bad, but I know Metal Gear's coming, and I'm not ready for it. Oh, it's so happening. It's... Did you see that there was a like a fake rumor thing again today yeah. or yesterday about MGS three um, and and yeah. what is it Virtuous Studio or something? Yeah, but there there is a shot of their of their studios and they've got like a the Metal Gear Solid uh, graphic novel on the desk, which only means that they're ripping off Yoji Shinkawa. So that could be for anything, <laughs> right? Like um. During the the one Xbox conference where there was a Ludens statue, and now we have a cloud project coming. Yeah. Um, that being said, I wanted to make sure we made this point in the episode at some point because I know we've we spent a lot of time already, but I've seen a lot of suggestions recently mm-hmm. that are like, guys, why don't we you know actually work on remaking games that sort of could use a bit of refinement, things that were sort of mediocre back in the day. Um, and, um, one person had mentioned, uh, actually it was you, Nitroid, had mentioned remaking The Bouncer, and I can't stop thinking about that. <laughs> I fucking, I, I, this year, I don't know, Yo, something about this year. I totally forgot about that game. <laughs> dude, this is literally, like, the seventh, you're, Carsey, you're, like, the seventh person who said that to me this year. Like, two, 2022 has been the year that re- has been a reminder of The Bouncer for some reason. And I would fucking love that remake. The Bouncer. You know, with, like, everything happening, like, where do you see... I mean, I I can imagine I know the answer to this, um, just because, you know, don't break something that isn't... Don't don't fix something that isn't broken, but sort of where do you see this future of Carcinogen SDA, both in terms of, like, a challenge runner, um, but as well as with the advent of all this survival horror content coming out? I don't know. I mean, I'm tr- I'm I, I'm actually looking at uh, I'm actually looking into you know a new di- like a new direction on my YouTube channel, just specifically like as as far as like you know additional content on top of you know what I what I already you know what I've already got with my uh, with like my with like the current set of YouTube videos that I have, and I'm also trying to figure out you know just like just like how to be you know how to how to just be better at streaming it's been it's been it's been a struggle for me for many years because like i feel like when i started i kind of caught lightning in a bottle and i just like never really evolved you know what i mean so i'm trying to figure out like i I, I, like just trying to figure out like you know what is what is you know what is what is the way what is like what is like the direction for me because you know it's like you try to throw a million things at a wall and see what sticks but then you know you just kind of kind of fail to like really see your strengths and you know kind of work smarter not harder and i and i haven't really i haven't really done a whole lot of that up until now so uh but i have but i have some ideas you know for just like you know supplementary content and and, you know additional content that is still going to you know it's still going to be like the 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 same base premise of you know try to try to try to help people improve improve at video games as much as i can kind of thing but uh also also just like deal with like you know getting getting correct information about certain things cuz like for instance when we're talking about like unlockables in games, 
sometimes a lot of uh, a lot of times you know there's just like not correct numbers or just like incorrect information about like how to do something and i i i just want i just want to take the i just want to like take the correct information you know like not something that someone erroneously posted on game faqs like a long time ago and actually like actually like repackage it into like you know really really quick really digestible like information kind of thing that's what i was that's what i'm kind of hoping to do with like youtube shorts actually that would that would be really cool because there is a lot of bad information out there and i think it's because like what's that saying that the empty chamber makes the loudest bang a lot, a lot of people are like no fuck all but are so confident in their delivery when talking about a game that there's just so much bullshit out there for for games yeah 100 percent. that's not just games that's everything (laughs) oh yeah no true uh there's 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 tons of games i've been getting into recently that just have a lack of of data for things which is really irritating yeah Yeah. and at that point about the game faqs like i'm pretty sure like we've brought up a few of those for metal gear on this channel a few times so i think our goals align there just with different series yeah, there's there is so much misinformation about Metal Gear even now, and people regularly do things like they confuse Metal Gear Solid One and and Twin Snakes, and they'll say, "Oh, why, what, why don't you just do this?" And it's something that can only be done in Twin Snakes, or they'll mention some game article that was posted years ago that said something completely incorrect about the game, but people still believe it now. It's very very irritating. Very if irritating. I had if I had a nickel for every time an Outer Heaven viewer just like tried to tell me, you know. Hey, Three Dog did this strat, or or DRK did this strat, and it's like the speedrun strats are different. You fucking jackass, leave me I, alone. I feel every time. Oh my god, every time someone says like, "Oh, is this a speedrun?" or like, "Why aren't you speedrun?" I'm like, people can't read. It's like working in retail again, and they don't read the sign. Except every, in yeah, Twitch no, no, mode. nobody. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about streaming. That's like that's like one of the th- that's like one of the things that I'm trying to like figure out how to evolve on streaming is like. Because it's because it's because people don't pay attention that I that I just get so frustrated, you know, and like I have to figure out, you know, I had to figure out the hard way. And for some reason, it's like over the last few days, I've just had an epiphany. You have to treat every stream like it's everyone's first time watching anything Mm -hmm. like it's like it's their first time watching a stream. You know, it's like forget the people that are already there. They can take care of themselves. But. The people who are who have just like never seen anything anything before, you know, like like people who are just like you know, they're just like lurking and they want to stream, or you know, there's there's the, uh, but or the, or then there's people who are just like, you know, they 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 just they just they just know fuck all about fuck all, right? So from here on out, you're only you're only as good as like the last two streams that you've done. So from here on out, I'm just going to treat every stream that I do. Like it's you know like it's like it's everyone's first time in the channel, and yeah, I, I it, it, and that's like that's like that's like the new that's like the new approach that I'm taking. That's very healthy. That is yeah. And it's and it's like I and it's like when and it's like when I've when I've when I've changed my perspective, you know. Consequently, I actually feel like my attitude has gotten a lot better. I mean, granted. It is, it is like, it is like a lot more sarcastic, <laughs> but it, but it's a, but it's a fun, playful kind of sarcastic because now it's everyone's first time watching the stream, including yours, Apache. It's your first no, time I, watching I, the stream. 
I actually Dude. really like that so much that I'm going to steal it. Like, that, that's a fucking great way to look at things. It, yeah, no, you, if, 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 if you think, if you think that you're, that you're, you know, that, you, that you've seen my stream before, no. No, 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 that's bullshit. You've never, you've never actually seen my stream before. <laughs> it's your first time in the stream. It's everyone's first time in the stream. Uh, I do, I do have, I just got like a funny memory come up of when you were doing Metal Gear Solid 2, no damage on stream. And I was explaining something to you in the chat, and then someone else, like a few other people, started talking, and you just went, uh, "If you don't actually run this game, I really don't want to hear about your opinions." On it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hilarious. I had to, I had to lay down the law. I'm sorry, but sometimes it do be like that it's with brutal, but fair. Yeah, no, it's 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 like that. We're here to validate that for you. Thank you for yeah. coming on the show. This is, I mean, this is it, your reward. Yeah, like, like the thing is, you know, whenever whenever a bunch of people are like trying to like, you know, they see they see that I'm trying to redo something over and over and over again, and they don't get what I'm doing, and I have to like, you know, it's like, yeah, I have to explain that over and over and over again. The experimentation phase is like what a lot of people don't understand, but it's like someone like Apache does because that's how that's how you get good at video games and. Apache is, you know, Apache would be the person who I'm trying to learn from, you know, yeah. but it's like, I can't, but I can't learn from someone who is just like, you know, oh, I watch, I watch, I watch Outer, he I watch Outer Heaven, you know, I, I and I saw, I saw this I, 10 years yeah. ago and <laughs> I, have yeah, I played this game 10 years ago, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I feel like that's, that's, you know, going forward, that's kind of the way that I, that I need to like approach things if I'm if I'm going to have like a renewed interest in what I'm in what I'm doing, so I guess that's I guess that's kind of what I got to do. But save you a lot of frustration too. I'm already having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> we'll just say I'll just say that right now. Yeah, to be honest, like all your streams recently, you've been you have seen like you're having a fucking great time, and you've been a lot more um, just positive and enjoying playing the games, and it's really cool to see. Oh, well, now you tell me that I'm being positive, I'm gonna have to be a fucking downer. I'm sorry, it's over. <laughs> well, look what you've done. Yeah. Well, I'll I... just keep spamming. You've changed in caps and your Twitter. Nah, no, I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to be a fucking positivity streamer. No, I'm actually dead serious. I don't want to be a positivity streamer. Get the fuck out of here, because like, I don't know. I'm. I'm just like. I just like. I just like can't stand the, like like fake positivity and shit like that. It's like you can't force it. You're either fake or inhuman. Yeah, yeah, you're either faker and human. Yeah, you, you can force it, but you can only do it for a short amount of time, and there is an equivalent weight on your mental health on the other side. Oh yeah, it's 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 uh, what do they call it? Emotional labor. I don't know how people I mean, is it, can just is stay it, on like that for so long. It just I can't. Is it, it is it is it is it emotional labor, or are you just like, or are you just like really, 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 really good at manipulating people? You know. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> And this goes into uh, some of the things Apache said about some streamers just being fucking narcissistic psychopaths. Yeah, it's like maybe, oh, maybe you're just maybe you're just a narcissistic psychopath, <laughs> you know? And the, like the, it may, we're all, maybe the job works better if if you are. We're all channeling our inner narcissistic psychopath at the end of the day. It's true. It's true. Um, but with that being said, like. Thank you again for coming on, you know, as a fan and as somebody who runs this podcast, it's been such an honor and it's also fresh, good content for us. Well, this narcissistic psychopath thanks you for having me on. 
And yeah, we look forward to it both in terms of like how you want to evolve your channel and how you play out these new survival horror games coming out. Uh, but with that being said, we want to have folks be able to watch you. So if you could plug out your pluggables. Yeah, yeah, we, I will, I will, I will plug out my pluggables. So the thing that I, that I like to tell people to check out first is always my YouTube because, you know, that's like, that's like, that's like the body of work that I like to show people. And that's uh, at youtube.com slash carcinogen SDA, or it's youtube.com slash at carcinogen SDA as it, as it, as it may be right now. I don't know. YouTube is just changing shit around, whatever. Just, just, just search carcinogen SDA. You'll find me. It's the icon. It's the icon with the little tuxedo cat in the green circle, the little tuxedo cat wearing the sunglasses, you know, that one. And, uh, it's the same thing on Twitch, twitch.tv slash carcinogen SDA. I just, you know, it, it's like, it's like, a, there is a lot more, is a lot more informal. And I just, I just, you know, I just make a bunch of dick jokes and play video games over there because that's just where I record the runs. And it's great. Fuck yeah. But like my YouTube channel, you know, in particular is like, I, I do the no damage runs, you know, it's like I record the, I record the raws on my Twitch and then I, then I record, uh, the commentary and post and I, I i i just upload it directly to youtube so there so there's like so it's like you know a lot a lot more structured uh, better better tailored for the youtube viewing experience over there so just like just like go check that out that's like that's like the stuff that i actually consider content over there awesome all right sounds good well thank you again for coming on thanks again man we won't hold you up much longer so thank you again yep hey thank you